Think running a day spa is all massages and relaxation? (laughs) There is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa, but we're here to help. Siri Spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. It takes hard work, planning, and just a bit of luck. We should know because we've owned a successful day spa for over 20 years. Now we're opening up our playbooks and giving you the business insights to run your day spa rather than letting it run you. This is a Spapreneur podcast with Lynn Graves and Ramona Rice. What's up, Spapreneurs? Hi. We're sounding really jolly, I know, but oh, it's been so dreary and cold and yucky. And really, neither one of us are very happy. We need, we need to get some super caffeine or something. That or massage. Red Bull. No, I had a massage and I'm still sore. I'm still working out. I know. Oh my God, my body's not changing, but all these muscles are popping up and saying, hi, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Spapreneurs. I'm Ramona Rice. That's Lynn Graves. Hi. Or the way I know is my mom, and we have owned a successful day software for 20 I am definitely years. Her. I am definitely her mom. Okay, while she was setting up, when we say we record this out of a closet, we are in the closet. Her bed was not made. I made her bed. I just, you know, it's the mother in me. You got to go there sometimes. So, yes, 36 years old, and I have made her bed. Yes, right. and I thank you because you do it way better than I do. <laughs> you just do. It's that attention to the detail that's so nice. Um, You know, and, and we're busy at the spa, which is a good thing. Oh, and- yeah, really busy, especially on those federal holidays. We love those federal holidays. Yay for people not working and wanting to get rubbed and stuff. Yeah, but, you know, the last one, MLK almost caught us by surprise because we should have been prepared Saturday, Sunday also with enough therapists and we we dropped the ball, folks. We dropped the ball. And we didn't realize that because we'd had snow days. We have little critters running around here, meaning the tiny humans. And yeah, so that's why you need a business plan. Um, yeah, even, just mapping out just the federal yeah, holidays. Even, even your short business plans. You know, if, if you're still intimidated by that business plan, just look at your federal holidays, get your ducks in a row, and decide what you want to do during that time. So now that we're all busy, yay. But you know what, Mona? I've noticed something. What? These clients are coming in, and I guess the therapists are getting lazy because they do not say the words, I'd like to see you again in two weeks. Yeah, I, you know, it's amazing when we have these kind of federal holidays or the big Valentine's Day coming up. You're going to get a lot of people coming in for the first time to the see an- you. Or, or the annuals. You know, they make the annual appearance and they expect you to remember them too. It's like, uh, yeah, sure, Joe. I remember you. Yeah, uh, it's like those twice a year Christians that come for just Christmas and Easter. Yeah. You know, yes, they're welcome. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, and we like them. But And at the Church of Massage, we'd like to see you in the congregation a little bit more often. Yeah, we'd like to see you there pretty much all the time. And so it's your job as therapists, it's your job as spa owners, as estheticians. You must prescribe. And I know that word seems weird because we're not allowed to prescribe. And and there's a careful line there because we know that we do not diagnose. We have scope of practice, blah, blah. But folks, you must, the hard part's getting them in the first time. After that, it should be easy. Yeah, you have to set up a system where it's easy for them to understand the value of them coming in regularly, what they're going to get out of it, and you need to make it stupid easy for them to come back. So we're going to talk about today some best practices to rebook those clients because you, like Lynn said, you have worked so hard to get them in the door. You've paid for advertising. You may have given some charity gifts massage away. You have a referral program. Just getting them in the door is usually the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. And now it's your job to get them back. 
Absolutely. Now, there are some, they're just not going to do it. They come in when they want to. They come in once a week. I mean, uh, once a year. But there are many, many, especially as the baby boomers are still aging and we've got all the other generations coming up that are recognizing that that massages aren't just, ooh, that feels good. They're recognizing that, ooh, this is good for me. Yes. So I'll give you an example. I just recently had a massage with one of our massage therapists. His name is Jedi. We talked about him last time. He's very yummy looking. But, oh, he's big and buff. But he is a fantastic massage therapist because I, you know, as a lot of you know, I'm on my computer constantly. We know what ergonomics do. It's bad. My shoulders are hunched over. And so he, like 90 minutes of mostly it was pain. Um, and and it relieved me but here's the thing and he might not have done this for me because again i own the day spot where he works and he thinks no, i already know he doesn't do it yeah but he doesn't do this in general and, and we were working with him on this he should have told me i need to see you in two weeks to work yes. on this shoulder because he specifically yes. mentioned my left shoulder i had broken my wrist a couple years ago running away from a spider and oh, um god, oh my god she was trying to crawl under the spider web so she didn't have to touch the spider thought the spider moved jumped scream flipped over the rail and yes folks she broke her wrist in two places well but the spider lived the spider lived um, but what we didn't consider at the time was i probably damaged my shoulder i mean think about it the brace of the impact you know the pressure yep. of it it probably put pressure on the shoulder and so now i'm having issues with my um i'm getting headaches and i see chiropractic regularly and massage but i'm on my computer all day long so i am a prime oh, let case me, let me mention it was her left side she's left-handed that's her dominant so yeah. keep that in mind this this whole situation guys is is prime for a regular repeat client and it's not like she's got to pay for it you know it comes out of the company funds but even then even if i weren't if i'm getting relief from it it's yes. cheaper than going to a doctor absolutely and better terms he looks better it feels better you know, we could go on and on. So this is this is the problem with Jedi. God help us. We're going to tell Jedi we're talking about him. He'll be okay. Um, is that I got him after he was working for a chiropractor who we dearly love. And I got him be, uh, working every other week because he wants to be a stay-at-home dad to his twin girls. Great. But what we didn't factor in is he never had to rebook anything there. The doctors did that and the front desk did that because it was a medical practice type of situation. So the words, you need to come back, never occurs to him because that was up to the doctors. Now the power is in his hands, literally. Yeah, and the same goes for you guys. Massage schools do a really bad disservice, in my opinion. They do great on hands-on techniques and things like that, but they don't do enough for business planning. And it's very yeah. frustrating because I know a lot of you want to have, you want to rent a room or you don't want to work for a massage envy. And we, trust me, we get it. But in order to build a steady clientele, you have to know how to rebook them. Well, and, and that is the, I think the biggest fear of any therapist coming out of school or anybody that's been there the first year is, how do I get my clients? How do I build them up? Well, we've been telling you how to go out and get clients. And if we haven't, please uh, email us and, and we'll correct that situation. But once you get them in the door, you want to keep them. It's a numbers game again. We talked about this last time. It's a numbers game. For every five clients you see, three of them should become regulars. And regular can mean once a month. It can mean every other week, sometimes once a week. And if you set it up. So this is how De-Stress has set it up. This is how mom set up years ago. She started way before there were any kind of membership or anything. She oh, sold. Hell, there were no other massage places around here. Remember, I was a massage parlor. That's right. So she did something called, we call them prepaids. And basically, if a client bought four or more, 
They save $5 of each service. Guess what, guys? It's the same program we're running today. Well, that's because they wouldn't let me stop doing it. That was supposed to be a Christmas special. And then when I, I said after Christmas, oh, no, that was a Christmas special. My God, the whining that went on. I, I, it was really? Really? You bunch of whiners. I'm only charging $25. Now you went down to 20 so I took the fee up to 30 and I still charged them, the tw- well, you know, $5 off. I charge a little bit more now. Uh, yeah, a lot more, actually. Um, but um, by doing that, what you're doing is you're creating a habit. And that's what you really need to do. Massage, we have our de-stressors. That's what we call them. Mm-hmm. They are habitual. We know when they're coming in. They know when they're coming in. Some of them don't even need confirmation calls anymore. They know that that is their spot and that is their therapist. Oh, my God. And take their spot and you're dead meat. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. They will whine and pout and, and, and just be poopy. I'm talking about for six weeks, folks. The Oh, my Lord. Some of them are so ridiculous. Yeah. So... If you do something like that, and back in the day when Lynn didn't have a computer system, so we would have um, <laughs> large cards, and that would be the client intake form. And on the back, there were these gr- like grids. And oh, so God, you, I forgot about that. Yeah, so we would mark in there like how much, like if it was a 60-minute massage, and you'd highlight the four, and then you would cross off. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. How many they've used so you can keep track of it. Now we use, of course, the Millennium system, and it keeps track of it for us. But it makes it so much easier. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. But here's the biggest key to it all. The biggest key, try to get them to book before they leave. Yeah, once they're gone, forget it. It's so much harder to get them back in. You're probably going to have to discount to get them back in, honestly. Well, maybe sometimes. but And we've got our people who just, you know, I just don't plan ahead. And you know that about me. And I'll just call. It's like, I ah, that's not a problem. Just remember, I get booked up on these days. And we're pretty booked up on the other days. And I just don't want you to miss your spot. And so we, we try to put a little pressure. But some people, you know, like those people that are always late. There are some people that are not going to book. But however, there are a lot of people, they live by a schedule. You've got to find them. Be polite. So when would you like to come back in again? Not would you like to come back in again? When would you like to come back in again? Or even better, just give them specific times. I have this appointment. You came in one o'clock today. Do you want to come in one o'clock next Wednesday as well? Or if they seem the kind of person that didn't have a lot of issues, more about relaxation, just say, you know, it's recommended that you get a massage once a month. Would you like to go ahead and book next month so that we can secure your spot? Yeah, and it's just give them a reason to come back. Give them an authentic reason. It doesn't matter how stress-free a person is. Massage is just good for the soul and the body or skincare. I mean, skincare is huge. Oh like, the Let's only not talk re- about skincare. I have not gotten my skin done. And so oh, God. Kay you, I'm starting for- to look like a friggin' old woman. Kay, I think, has forgotten what my pores look like. It's for- And I don't even want to talk about Kay's waxing. Kay's too booked up. I know. We've done too good of a job. Oh, my God. I don't like it. I, neither do I. I'm going to have to go to somebody else. No, we not just need to, we might need to hire somebody. But no, and like waxing appointments, you know what happens. No, like, I do my own hoo-ha. I, I just, I, I don't even have time to get in there and get waxed No, anymore. I don't do my own hoo-ha. No, that's a professional. It's kind of funny. I wish you could see, uh, we could video it. It's like a Ugh. dog chasing its tail. It's no. like, pull ouch, pull ouch. Pull out. (laughs) I never catch my tail, though. I don't understand. So you should have, like, for skincare, you should tell them, look, if you want to treat this acne, if you want to treat this rosacea, if you want to, if you want results, you're going to have to come in X amount of days. Yeah, that, that, that's a little bit even more critical than massage. Um, or waxing, you know, seriously, like what happens? Like it just, you know, like, okay, this is going to regrow in about four weeks. Mm -hmm. Let's go and get you booked. If you get them booked, they're going to come. 
They, they're going to yeah. come back. It's why yeah. dentist office go ahead and let's schedule you for six months from now. And it's surprising to me how often people, when you say, okay, I've got an opening in two weeks, let's go ahead and book you. They'll say, oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Let me, let me pull out my calendar. It's like, they're so relaxed. They're not thinking about that. And once I've gotten a little bit of a pattern with them, I will say, you know what? You seem to like this spot. Let's secure it. So that we have you eight, nine weeks out, and that way nobody else can have your spot. If you can't make it, just give me a call. But otherwise, that way you know you have your spot. Yeah, and notice too, I've seen a lot in like different message boards and things of like that, with particularly massage therapists. This is what I hear. I just don't want to be salesy. Guys, you own, you, own no, you own a business. You own a business. You own a business now. It's education. If you come from it from an education standpoint first, I'm going to do this for your skin. I'm going to do this to make sure you can wear a bikini on the beach. I'm going to do this to make sure your shoulder doesn't hurt anymore. That's education. Absolutely. And what you're really saying when you say, but I just don't want to sound salesy. What you're saying is either one, you don't believe in what you're doing or two, you are just not comfortable doing it. So this is what I want you to do. Take some of the verbiage that we said earlier about, so let's book you in two weeks. I think your shoulder needs more work. Once a month is a good thing for the health of the body. Write it down. Write write whatever makes you comfortable in saying it. And then I want you to get in front of a mirror. It sounds stupid, but I want you to look at yourself and I want you to say it until you believe it. Let me give you an example. When I started working um, with Ruthie Hardy with Ashiatsu Oriental Bar Therapy, she had this mantra. It was sort of like her trademark phrase. And it is Ashiatsu Oriental Bar Therapy. It's the deepest, most luxurious massage in the world. I don't say words like that, folks. I don't say it. I had to say it over. And it's the deepest, most. I had to sound like I believed it, which I do, but I wouldn't say it this way. Thanks, Ruthie deepest, most luxurious massage in the world. So when I teach a class, we say it for three days straight until they come out of the class going, it's the deepest, most luxurious massage in the world. You will love it. It's kind of it's kind of like I just um, started taking an improv class in Norfolk. Oh, God, she's going to drive us crazy. Oh, Lord. So um, one of the things that you have to do in improv is say always do the conversation with yes and. So if Lynn saying like, you know, the deepest luxurious massage in the world, I would go yes and this. And this instructor will interrupt us if we're on stage and we're not saying yes and. And it's not that you continue to say yes and all the time, but it's the practice Ramona, of doing it. you have never had a problem with keeping the conversation going. She didn't talk for the first three years of her life. I swear to you, she did not talk. And one day she discovered she had vocal cords. We have not been able to shut her up since. I don't know. When I had the tonsils removed, it was a good couple of quiet weeks. You still Talked. Yeah, I probably did you damage. Squeaked and moaned and groaned. Oh, anyway, anyway, but yeah, but you know that kind of or again, grab another therapist and do some role playing. Role playing is an excellent way to do that. It is, but that's even harder. And when you drive in the car, say these words until they just become a natural part of what you do. Even the shyest, most reluctant person can figure out how to say, you know, I really enjoyed working on you. I noticed that you had a few more knots in your back. I'd really like to work on those. Let's book it in two weeks. Not can we, but be definitive. Close that deal. Let's book it in two weeks. Then the client can say, no, no, really, I, I have to look at my schedule. Okay, that's fine. Just let me know when you're ready. 
that that is graceful. That's not a personal rejection of you. It's just they're trying to get their ducks in a row. And they may have money issues and don't want to talk about it. That's fine. Number game, folks. Number game. Just keep doing it till you get your clientele. Okay. So let's say we have one of those people that um, is like, at this time, I don't want to book. You don't forget about them. In a couple of days, follow up. Give them a call. How are you feeling? Are you still well, feeling? i give it more than a couple of days. I would give it a couple of weeks. And I would probably send them. Now, this is just me. I would send them an email. It's a little bit less personal, less emotional, I want to say. Hey, I really enjoyed working on you. Don't forget, I'm available at these times. I was thinking about you and your shoulder. I've been doing a little bit of research. So give me a call when you're ready. Yeah. And then we have a system. Obviously, we use Demand Force. It is an outstanding program. And every six weeks, if a client hasn't been in for six weeks or two months, it'll send them like a $5 off coupon. Yeah. So you can go through your books and see who hasn't been in a while. Maybe send a $5 off coupon or maybe just send them an yeah. email going, hey, I've got some last minute openings. Do you want a massage? There are going to be those people that will take advantage of last minute openings, but won't set reoccurring. Yes. Guess what? Those are still like retained clients. As long as they've been at your spa before and they come back, that's a retained client. Yeah. That's what you really want to build your business Let me on. throw this out there to you. If you have four or more therapists working together, whether you own the business or y'all are in a practice where you sort of cohabitate together, it is still worth it to look into Demand Force, D-E-M-A-N-D-F-O-R-C-E. It's about $400 a month. Still worth it. Divide out the cost. I, it is our number one driving advertising uh, part of our business. So uh, because of the reviews, they do independent reviews. I cannot express to you how important they are. Yeah. Or just find some type of program yeah. that will allow you to not have to think about it only really works if you have an online scheduler. And these days there's a lot of products out there that True. are less expensive. Okay. But let me say, because we started out with all of this talking about, it will never replace the therapist saying, I'd like to see you in two weeks. I'd like to see you in six weeks. I'd like to see you once a month. And then letting the front desk staff know that. Now, we have a therapist that refuses to do this. What do we do? Then we now have the front desk therapist saying, so, Joey, when do you want to see Ruthie again? And now it puts the onus on them to tell you when they want to see them back. So it's a conspiracy, yes, but it's a conspiracy for the good health of all. And it's something you as a spot owner really need to look at your therapist and go, if they're not willing to do this little bit for you to get them back in, because really it helps them, mm-hmm. then it might be time to start looking for some more therapists. Yeah. I love what a therapist told me years ago, and this really is the bottom line of owning a spa or owning a business, is my job is to get them in. Your job is to keep them. And I tell every one of my therapists that. So impress them somehow, some way, and then follow up. My job is to bring them in. Your job is to keep them. There's nothing wrong with that. If you want more um, examples and more advice on how to do this, definitely check out spapreneur.com. We've gotten a lot of great feedback on our free um, 100 things you can do to um, improve your spa for under $100. So thank you, everybody, for downloading that free guide. It is completely free. It's all things that Lynn and I have personally done in the spa. Everything from replacing paper towels to washcloths in the bathroom. P.S. We did that because it was cheaper for us. Yeah, and it looks more elegant, and and you know you've done something right because then everybody else starts copying you. Yeah, um, little things like serving spa water. I mean, some of these things you may know, and some of these things you may have never thought of. But it's a free guide. You don't do anything but just get send us your email so that we can. And if you have yeah. a suggestion we've not thought of, please send it on. We love. 
always be teachable. Yes, always be teachable. And we love our spotpreneurs. So again, head to spotpreneur.com and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to making your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.